News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's news, traffic, weather, and talk station. Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. You got another hour with your Uncle Scott. How lucky are you? I know you're sitting in the car and you're thinking, damn you, Scott. I gotta go get some sleep. But I just can't turn my radio off. I know. But isn't it fun? Just just having fun. Exploring life's mysteries. Asking the question nobody has nobody has the gumption to ask. Everybody's scared. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, uh, again, News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. I've got I've got uh, the lines are wide open. So if you want to, you can start dialing now. 260-5394, 260-KFYI. Okay, now have you read in the paper? The uh, Ari- the uh, Arizona Republic, they're talking about uh, this new homeless uh, complex that they've got. And I'm trying to get the facts and figures on this, and it's a little muttered, you know, as reading this article. I really can't figure out where the money... Okay, the money originally was raised by a guy by the name of Schultz, and he was the, uh, a, co- a co-chair, he's 61, and he raised about $15 million dollars of a $24 million facility here in town. Okay. It's down at 11th, I believe, in Jackson. And it's a state-of-the-art facility for the homeless we have here in the Valley. And I definitely, as usual, Scott Connor has an opinion on this. So I'm going to pause on this story here, and let me tell you a little bit background of Scott Connor and the homeless. First and foremost, the first time I was ever homeless was about 20 years ago here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, was of no, f- well, can you say it's no fault of my own? Um, uh, I didn't ask to be homeless, and I didn't, um, I wasn't one of those people who were out on the streets begging for money. Okay. I wasn't one of those people who would break into your car to get your stereo or to steal your cell phone charger. You know, I dealt with it. It was rough, and I've got some really, you know, tough stories about when I was homeless here on the streets of Phoenix years ago. And since then, um, I've been homeless probably three or four times, and I could tell you stories about taking showers in in, uh, uh, mall sprinkler systems at 4 a.m. when the sprinkler system comes on. I would go out there and take a quick shower, you know, in the middle of the morning when nobody was around. Okay? And all I ever asked of anyone when I found myself in these bad situations was don't give me a hand out give me a hand up or please help me up and i remember saying hey look if you let me crash on your couch in 30 days i will have a job a paycheck and a place to live and then back in 92 when i ran for city council i mentioned that earlier uh i was the youngest person at that time to ever run for a city council seat in the fourth largest city in, in the united states 
Um, I kind of, I kind of came across not kind of. I came across that by sitting on my couch and going, wine, 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 wine. And my friend said, "You're shut, up, shut up or put up." So I raised the money and I got myself on the ballot, and I got the signatures, and I ran for city council in District H in Houston, Texas. Um, there were five other candidates running for this position, and um, I actually came. I, I actually got uh, a percentage of the vote, which shocked everybody. No, I did not win because if I did, I probably wouldn't be sitting behind the mic. But I did get a good percentage, and one of my platforms, I had a, a number of platforms, and one of them was the homeless issue. Now, back in '92, Houston had over ten thousand homeless people in the city limits, and. I really wrestled with this being formerly, you know, homeless. Um, and we, we, in my campaign, we, we classified the homeless in, in three categories. One was people who, um, you know, you broke your leg at work, right? And you're living paycheck to paycheck like so many of us. And your landlord is a Yahoo. And then, you know, and, and, and because you couldn't work, you couldn't pay your rent. And you become homeless. You know, and that's not somebody who wants to be homeless. That's not somebody who's asking for, you know, a handout. That's the guy living in his station wagon with his wife and his two kids and his dog underneath the, you know, freeway overpass. This is the guy who wants to work. And when you're homeless, you don't have a place to, this is from personal experience. The hard thing about being homeless is you don't have a permanent address. Often you don't have a place to shower. Right? I mean, you're in a bad situation. And who's going to hire somebody who doesn't, you know, have a home and a phone number? Oh, that was a big one. What's your phone number? We'll call you. Back then, you know, cell phones were not around. And if they were, they're big bag phones and they cost you 50 cents a minute. So that that's the guy that I want to help as a homeless person. Somebody says, you know, look, I just want a hand up, not a handout. And then the second classification of homeless that we had were the people who are mentally ill. Now, this is a group of people that aren't breaking any laws. It's not against the law to be homeless. It's not against the law to wander the streets aimlessly. And these are people, what do you do with them? That was the question during my campaign is, is, is I didn't know exactly how we handle the mentally ill. Because you can't incarcerate them for, you know, you know bumping their head one day and going kooky. But you want to help them. And in other states, when it gets below freezing, and sometimes it does get below freezing here in the valley, you know, you want what do you do with them? And that, that would be a good question for, for the evening, for the rest of the hour. That's one question. And then the third category, <laughs> the third category are the homeless people who choose to be homeless. These are members of the, of the society who decided, I don't want to be a member of society. These are the yahoos are out there breaking into your cars. These are the ones who are uh, begging for money at the street corner. These are the ones who come up to you at the you know Home Depot uh, parking lot or one of the big you know whatever Target parking lot. Hey man, you got fifty cents. Hey man, you know, and they, they cost you. These are the people that I don't like. 
Look, if you want to be homeless, if you don't want to hold a job like the rest of us, if you don't want to get up and go to work even when you're sick, like my board op in there, Darren is sick as sick can be right now, but this man has the fortitude to come into work. And these people in society, if you don't want to be a part of society, you want to live in a cave, a tent, under a, a, a overpass, you want to live in the woods, that's perfectly fine with me. But do not be a burden to society. How many times have we been on the freeway or down somewhere and said, look, I'm not going to give you money, but I will, you know, you can come clean my yard. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I just want the money. Well, it's tough, man. You know what else I do? I, I tithe at my church. and My church has a whole outreach for the homeless. But you know what they do? They give them a job paying minimum wage. They'll find a job for you and give you minimum wage. And I have offered to take homeless people down to the church and say, hey, I got a job for you right now. You can make 40 bucks today. There was a study done. Uh, there was a reporter. Uh, God, where was it? One of the major cities who did uh, um, undercover reporting, and he dressed up like a homeless guy, You know, did, grew his beard out the whole bit. He sat on a street corner, and he just begged. And this was probably about 10 years ago. And this guy was making between 60 and $70 an hour begging on the street corner. These are the people I have a problem with. These are the people I've said, you know, uh, Sam Kennison has that bit. You know, if you line up all the homeless people and you ask them if you can do a job, hey, you want to you clean my yard? You want to clean my pool? You want to mow the yard? And I go, well, I can't do that. If you shoot them, <laughs> the next person in line, I guarantee you'd be like, oh, I can clean your yard. I can do this. I can do that. You know, like I said, if you want to be someone in society who doesn't want to hold down a job and you don't want to be, you don't, you don't want to, you just don't want any of that. I have no problems with that. None. But don't be begging and don't be approaching me. Don't be approaching my loved ones. And I I know over in in Albuquerque, we had a a rash that that the homeless are, became violent. If you didn't give them some money, they'd stab you. We had something like 10 in a three-month period. So what do you do with the homeless? 260-5394, 260-KFYI. Well, they've got a shelter here that they're spending $24 million or have spent $24 million on. It's 14 acres. And uh, again, it's at 11th Avenue and Jackson Street. And they've got... um, They've got uh, a dentist there. They've got nurses there. They've got a state-of-the-art facility there. Huh. How many of you out there actually pay for your dental insurance? How many of you out there actually have to pay for your health insurance? I mean, I'm sure there are single parents out there who have to make the decision every month, do I pay for my rent? You know, or do I buy an extra, maybe buy a little something extra for the kids or can I, or do I, do I pay my health insurance yet members of society, not sorry, members of the anti-society out there, the homeless who choose to be homeless, they're getting free dental and free health and a hot meal and a place to sleep. Why do they get why, why why do they get to do this? Now again, if it's for a family that, you know, by circumstance, you know, like I said, you broke your leg or somehow you lost your job, 
and you're living paycheck to paycheck. Hey, brother, I'll reach in my pocket and give you 20 bucks right now. I have no problems with that. You know, if you're if you're out there to get it, if you're out there to to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, I'm down with that. But if you're if you're like a leech, like a bloodsucker on on society's resources, and twenty four million dollars, is that justifiable? Yes, they raised fifteen million dollars, but where'd the other nine come from? Out of your pocket? They went from, uh, let's see here. We're going from 6,000 square feet. Whoa. (laughs) Am I that boring, Darren? Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. We're going from 6,000 square feet to 14,000 square feet. Four examination rooms to eight. And they're going from a very run-down old building to a very modern and proper clinic. Now, being the good Christian guy that I am, (laughs) whatever. Um, being the Christian that I am, I have no problems helping those lesser than. And I think I have a very unique view because, again, I can tell you stories where I slept in my car. I took showers and sprinkler systems, um, you know, and the hopelessness of homelessness. It's just, um, man, it's just spooky. But here's another thought. It says here in this article there are about 12,000 homeless people in the valley. 12,000. That's bigger than some nation's armies. And then you've got 6,000 of the 12, so half, who are chronic about this. This is what they do. They choose to be homeless. If you choose to be homeless, then the, the hell with you. Bite me. I'm not going to help you. If you choose to be homeless. And of course, I can always throw this into immigration. How about this? We open up this clinic, which is already open. And part of the uh, part of the requirements of being in this clinic is that you get a job. And we get rid of the illegal immigrants in this uh, state. And then we fill them with the people who are homeless. I said before. Let the teenagers do it, but why not the 12,000 homeless people? 12,000? Oh, my Lord. 12,000? 6,000 chronic. It just blows my mind. So do you think Scott Connors got a point here that we should take these 12,000 people, and if you want help, if you want dental assistance, if you want health, if you want food, if you want a bed to sleep in, you got to work for it, my friend. How about this? How about we get Sheriff Joe to run this? <laughs> I'm not kidding. How about he he doesn't run for governor and he takes over this homeless issue? I guarantee you he'll get him straightened out. You know what they? I'll tell you what. When we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you what Dallas, Texas did with their homeless population, and they cleaned it up almost overnight. News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station, 260-5394. 260-KFYI. I got two lines open. Be right back. Feeling that I did before. It was not just a problem. It was a community problem that no one single organization, no one single group 
no one single government could solve alone. Oh, I'll agree with that. You know, 12,000 people homeless in the valley. I mean, how, how can one organization deal with that? I mean, you've got uh, homeless organizations and soup kitchens and churches. I think it's, it's uh, fantastic they come under one flag. But, the, but, it's, but it's still out there. you got to earn what you get in life. Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station, 260-5394, 260-KFYI. I've got two, only two lines open right now. Um, you know, they got uh, they got therapists, they got counselors, they got uh, uh, advisors from the state, county, city, and private agencies. I think it's wonderful they open this all up under one roof. But again, it almost seems to me like they're rewarding people. I don't see anywhere I don't see anywhere in this article where they're actually saying, look, if you want a meal, you gotta work. And that's for the chronic homeless people. But if mentally ill, I have no idea. Let's go to Ed real quick. Ed, you're homeless? Hello, Ed. Three. I'm not Ed. Oh, okay. Well, whoever you are. Okay. My name's Renee. I'm the guy that lived in a communist country and I'll tell you how they dealt with it. All right. Well, uh, what they did, the police, when they saw somebody that didn't work, first of all, they asked him for ID. If he didn't have ID, he went down to jail because you had to have ID. And, and when they saw somebody that didn't work, they made sure that he worked because they presumed if he's not working, if he's not gainfully employed, he's out there stealing or conning or doing something to disrupt the society. Now, what, and, co- what, co- what country did you live in? I was working in Hungary and Romania as a Christian missionary. And uh, I saw it firsthand. There, there was there was a lot of bad to communism, and I'm not a communist by any means. I couldn't stand it. I was trying to destroy that regime. But um, there's a lot of good to it. The good is you could leave your baby in a baby carriage outside of the grocery store for half an hour, go shopping, and that baby was not was not taken because their punishment was swift and just. So they took a hard line against this. They did. They couldn't stand if you did not work. If you were hanging around on the street and they found you loitering and stuff, they first of all got your ID, and then they then they said, "Where do you work? Where's your house?" And if you didn't have a, a, a place to live and you didn't you didn't work, they uh, they investigated further and they they arrested you. They took you and they made you work. Oh, Renee, you're such a hard person. You're actually making people work for their living. Renee, how dare you? You know what, Scott? Let, let me tell you something. Uh, the Bible says, if a man doesn't work, neither shall he eat. You know what, Renee? I know that scripture very well, and I agree with that. And, 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 go ahead, a, Renee. A couple years ago, a homeless man and his uh, woman approached me on the street on 40th and Thomas, and they asked me for money, and I asked them what it's for. They said food. I tried to send them to a couple organizations. So I gave them the money for food. I, I told them that I'm going to put a blessing and a cursing on that money. The blessing, if they buy food, they'll be blessed. If they buy alcohol or drugs, They'll be cursed. All right. So they they went off and they thanked me and and they said they're gonna they're gonna get off the street. Well, a year later, the same couple approached me, same old spiel. This time, I asked them for money. I said, you "Oh know what? yeah, I'm having a hard time. My jeep is out of gas. Can I borrow five bucks from you? Can I have five dollars?" The guy jumped me like crazy, angry. I don't have a jeep, and I said, "You know why? Because you don't work, and I do. That's why I have I have one." Uh, I, I would agree with you because that's what I do. 
You know, this is something that I've I've talked about before on the Scott Connor show. It's the homeless issue, and um, I've had experts on the show, and they've said, "Don't give them money." And they're good at it. They'll look at you while you're on the on the on the uh, street corner, and they'll make eye contact with you and make you feel like do for not giving them money. Don't give them money. Give to your church. Give to organizations like soup kitchens. But these guys are shysters. Just the other day, I was at a, uh, a, a breakfast place. I was coming out, and this teenage kid, this is what's going on also. Oh, it also happened up at the Metro Mall. Not time to tell the story? I do? Okay. Um, at, at both at this uh, breakfast place, and I was shocked. Outside the Metro Mall, they had teenagers begging for money. And I just ripped into a couple of them. I said, where are your parents? How did you get? Well, I need bus money to get home. How about walk, you little blankety blank blank? Why don't you walk home, you lazy little blankety blank blank? <laughs> I can't say the words on the air. I'm so sick of people begging for money. I have more respect with somebody saying, hey, look, you know what? Um, I don't have any money, I don't have any food, but I'll tell you what, I'll wash your car. Um, I'll cut your hedges. Uh, I'll clean your house. I'll do something, you know, I'll work for the money. That I have respect for. But yet you've got, um, you know, you got, you know, these people wanting to do good over here in, in getting this $24 million campus. And part of me says you're not doing them any good unless you put, you know, stipulations on getting free dental and free health and free all that. Okay, let's do some news. Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. When I come back, I'm also going to talk a little bit about um, Scottsdale and painting your house whatever color you want. And we'll just tackle both topics at the same time. Be right back. On a western bay, and it serves a hundred ships a day on News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. It's okay to sing along. 260-5394, 260-KFYI. Since we're talking about the homeless, I had to talk about the Scottsdale neighborhood. Before I do any of that, I want to make sure I throw this back out there because it's, it's it's very important that we support our men and women in sold men and women in uh, uniform. I want uh, I want our listeners to help send the kids of fallen soldier uh, Sergeant Howard Paul Allen. Uh, let's let's help them get an education. Um, go to go to Bank One. You can make a donation in memory of uh, Sergeant Howard Paul Allen. He was a uh, Arizona National Guardman. And uh, he, uh, he, 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 um, yeah, he died by a roadside bomb in Iraq. So uh, that's pretty messed up. So um, you know, just think about it. If uh, if you're fortunate enough to have uh, a mom and dad there, you know, working, just think about it. If one of them didn't come home, well, Sergeant uh, Allen here didn't come home. So I want you to uh, just, you know, hey man, a buck, two bucks. Ten bucks, a hundred bucks, a thousand, whatever, you know, just give something. If all of us come up and just, you know, go to, you know, go, go to any bank one and just, you know, a dollar. What is it like a, what, 1.5 million of us in this, in, in the valley alone? Or three million in the, uh, three million in Maricopa County? 
Heck, if we all gave 50 cents a piece. It's all right by me. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, let's let's take this call real quick about the homeless, and then I'm going to read this story about uh, the uh, homeowners association over here in Scottsdale. Just Scottsdale's got problems; they've just got issues. But let's go to Sam real quick. Sam, you're saying it's hard for the homeless to find a job. Tell me what you're talking about on News Talk News 550 KFYI. But all right, I'm not talking about all homeless. Okay, I'm just talking about certain uh, certain some. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know if you consider me homeless. I live with my relatives. Uh, because, you know, ever since I got out of the military, me and my wife have been troubled with trying to find a decent place, you know, and, and a job. And see, uh, my wife, before I was in the military, she did something stupid, you know, and she confessed of it, but it was a felony. And ever since then, she's been haunted by it. No place will allow her to work because of the nature of, of the felony. It wasn't, it wasn't a, uh, a uh, violent one. It was uh, something to do with money. Right. And, and, and places won't, in Arizona will not allow her to live because of the crime-free community. And, you know, it's hard on both of us. You know, I've, I've, I've never done anything, you know, felon-wise or nothing. Uh, I've never been convicted. I've never done any crime. And, and yet, you know, my wife here, she hasn't done anything ever since that happened. And She, she made a mistake, here. Sam. Is that what you're saying? Right. She made a mistake. It, you know, she she's repented and everything and places will not you know it's been years i'm talking years like almost seven years since it happened and and places still won't accept that and and, you know for us you know where we're trying to find a way to get that uh problem expunged from her record but since the nature of the 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 felony had something to do with the government it's harder for us to get that well i'm not a I'm not a counselor, but it, it, Sam, you didn't commit a felony, right? And you have a military background, uh-huh. and I'm I'm going to go on a limb and say you were honor, honorably discharged. Yes, I was actually medically discharged. I, I was injured. Well, again, I, I speak for Scott Connor and KFYI by saying thank you for serving. First of all, um, I don't. Why, why can't you? Are you not able to work, Sam? Well, I, I'm working right now. Actually, you know, I, I've got a really good job, but. Nowadays, you can't you can't really support you know a family with just a, a one job unless you get a really great paying job, and you know I you know I, I just make a few bucks an hour you know. Right. But what I do, I, I try to you know I put food on the table, and I you know I pay my relatives what I can for for rent, but it's nowhere near how much you know rent costs around here. So you would agree with me that those people who are habitual homeless that basically make this their career by panhandling and soliciting people and and uh accosting people um you know they shouldn't get any hands out i mean they need to work you're working you you were disabled you got medical discharge i agree i agree and and you know i, I the nature of my my injury i've got a back injury and you know i still find you know i i, I used to work at, at walmart being a, a night stalker uh huh. And I tell you, you know, that's backbreaking work, and it's you know really low. Sure, pay. it is. But I tell you, you know, I did what I had to do to to put food on the table. You're a man, and that's what you got to do. And and you know, I, I I totally do what you do. You know, I I see people that want handouts, and I just want to, you know, I just want to say, what are you doing? Go out and get a job. You know, go go find a place. You know, if you want, I'll buy you some razors to, to shave, and, and and you know, clean yourself up. Go find a job. If I can do it, you can do it, you know? And, and 
it, it, it's crazy, but if you go to uh, some places, you know, it, 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 if you don't have a, a background, you can get a really good job. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, you know, it, it's my wife and her, and her background, she can't find a job. I mean, she's tried work, working at places, you know, like Walmart and, and, and other places. She can't even get a job at McDonald's. Oh, that's you know? crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's like, downright crazy. And, 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 I'm trying to, Sam, I'm trying to think of a way. I tell you what, Sam, let's do this. Uncle Scott's going to help you out, all right? I want you to go to scottconnorshow.com, all right? Okay. scottconnorshow.com, S-C-O-T-T-C-O-N-N-E-R-S-H-O-W.com, all right? Sam, I want you to email me your information, all right? And if one of our listeners out there want to contact you, um, what I'll do is, may I have your permission to go ahead and give them your information via email? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, that's what Scott Connor's going to do for you on News Talk 550 KFYI. Um, Scott, S-C-O-T-T, Connor, C-O-N-N-E-R, show, S-H-O-W.com. You can, you can contact me through that and um, give me your information. And what I'll do is uh, for the next week or so, anybody who wants to interview you or your wife and help you out, a soldier who, you know, who, who stood up for this nation, donned on a uniform, was... Injured in the line of duty? You want to help this guy out? You email scottconnorshow.com or email me at that. And let's see if we can find you something a little bit better. How about that? I appreciate that. Sir. No, God bless you, sir. And that's how strongly I feel about uh, our men and women in in, in, uh, in uniform. And can I say one more thing? Sure, Sam. Um, I, I have a, a couple of buddies that um, while they were in Iraq, they were killed. One was from Scottsdale. The other one was from Tempe. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I want to let the, their families know that, you know, I appreciate the, what they what their families have done. Um, one was a sergeant major, the other was a staff sergeant, and uh, I I love them both. They were great men. You, you get me, you get me kind of misty here, and I'm not joking about that. Sam, God bless you. Email me that if you do, and then I know our listeners will. Uh, I know our listeners will step out. You know, that's what we are here at News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station. We're about community let's go to karen real quick karen uh i i don't understand my notes here on the board you want to bring something to the border talk, talk to me okay that was very nice of you uncle scott you, you sound like a very very nice gentleman i have a job for the uh, homeless okay can you drive a bus can i mm-hmm. oh i could drive anything i can even fly a plane go on can I? okay and i'm sure we can find others we'll just tell them to get on the bus and we'll drive him down to the border to build that fence that Janet Napolitano doesn't want. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I promised you a story, didn't I, Karen? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the story before we go up to uh, our break. Um, although they'll deny it, this is what I under- I got to preface this by saying this is what I understand, okay? The city of Dallas had a huge homeless problem with people being violently homeless. Uh, they have a place called uh, Deep Ellum. And um, Elm Street, if you've ever been to Dallas, those are like the place to go. It's where the old warehouses were and the factories were. They all closed down. It was the part of town you didn't go to in the middle of the night, right? So what what a certain politicians did is they gave a marching orders to the police department to go down there and roust, roust all the uh, homeless and throw them into vans. And what they did is they said they, they gave the homeless people a, um, a choice. They took him to the edge of the city limits and said, if we ever catch you again here in Dallas, um, you're going to be sorry. 
End of subject. Or we'll give you a bus ticket to Houston. <laughs> I kid you not. So it's my understanding, you know, that's why we all of a sudden Houston had this huge influx of homeless because Dallas shipped them off to our, you know, to where I used to live. Crazy. So um, that's the story there. Now, do I think we need to, you know, threaten the homeless? No, unless you want to, you know, if you want to get a job, I mean, to get services. Enough panhandling. Enough panhandling. I'm tired of it. And maybe I think this this new state-of-the-art facility might be sending the wrong message that it's okay to be a burden on society. I have yet to hear a suggestion of what we do with the mentally ill. Now, that's a, you know, that's a whole cookie jar of oatmeal cookies, I guess. <laughs> You're shaking your head, yes. All right, Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. I got two lines open, 260-5394, 260-KFYI. Be right back. Crummy Show. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. And I wish you guys could see uh, Darren, my uh, my board technician. And David Moskowitz, a.k.a. Mother, in there just dancing with each other, arm in arm. Seriously, they're like, like Pop Goes the Weasel, kind of like a rosy thing dancing around in circles. I love my crew at night. Scott Connor, News Talk, 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. I've got uh, two lines open, 260-5394. You want to get in on... Uh, we're going to save this. You know, let's do this. We're going to save this neighborhood thing for tomorrow. We're going to come back tomorrow. And uh, the first thing on my agenda, I'm going to talk about uh, homeowners associations. All right. Uh, I truly believe that if you've saved up your money and you've bought a home, um, you know, every man's home is his own castle. You should be able to do whatever the heck fire you want to do with your own home. That's what I believe. Um so we're going to talk about homeowners associations here in Scottsdale. They're they're squabbling over uh, uh, color schemes. <laughs> what a bunch of Nancys! All right. Um, so that's tomorrow's first top story. I promise I'll bring that to you tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, let's just kind of wrap it up. Okay, so what we've learned is that uh, Sheriff Joe is not uh, the Antichrist incarnate. He's a guy who's a straight shooter, and he says what he means, and he means what he says. We also understand that Sheriff Joe probably is a little bit in love with his own voice and his own, um, you know, his own uh, persona. So that that's fine, but the question still remains, do you think he'd make a good governor? Do you think that he would um, have good policies and he would be able to dance the dance of the politicians uh, in the Capitol? You know, that's a hard job. Uh, we've also learned that uh, Prop 200, a lot of people are really pissed off that, uh, that the current governor vetoed that. That's not good. And um, we've also learned that... Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, the homeless thing. I just, I just got to wrap this up with the homeless thing. I got to say, listen, don't give them money. 
Do not give them a dime. I don't care if they're crying. Real quick before we leave, um, I, I told the story before one time uh, months ago that there was a homeless guy that uh, I actually saw because I shop at Goodwill. I shop at secondhand stores. I just can't see spending forty bucks for a pair of jeans when I can go in and get it for you know, three, four bucks. So yes, I do shop at secondhand stores. I'm at a second. I'm at a Goodwill and I saw this guy in there and he was buying crutches. Right, walked in, actually kind of just you know strolling in, and he bought crutches. Right. And then um, literally like a week later, I saw the same guy on the corner with one of those, you know, signs saying injured veteran will, you know, need food, stranded the whole bit, really looking pathetic. And um, he, uh, he, he he's standing on the crutches. And I'm like, you just bought those at Goodwill. It's a sham. Look, if you're going to give money, give money to your church, your synagogue, um, your temple, you know, your mosque. Give money to an organization that's going to uh, really help people out. And like my church, they have no problems feeding the homeless. They have no problems giving them money, but they've got to work for it. So, um, and again, I, it's still the question is is lingering out there. What do we do with the mentally ill? Because they're not breaking any laws and, and we want to take care of them. And it's the right thing to do is to take care of people, you know, the lesser than. If you will, the lepers of society. You know, it, it is the right thing to do to take care of them. But on the other hand, these uh, these idiots that are uh, begging for money, don't give them a dime. And then also, you need to check your kids. Because like I said, I've been at the Metro Mall. I've been at uh, Walmart parking lot. I've been at this other breakfast place. And I've got teenagers approaching me wanting money. Dude, I need bus money. And I'm like, where are your parents? So, you know, spy on your kids a little bit. See what they're doing. Okie dokie. Hey, guys, um, do we have a clip to go out with here? You want to? No? No? Okay. All right. So what we need to do is, uh, what else we got to? Oh, did, did, did Sheriff Joe call me? He did? What did he say, His Dave? office did. His office called me. What did they say? Uh, let me tell you, very good news. We have good news from Sheriff Joe. All right. Mm-hmm. Paul Shig- Sergeant Paul Shigoya from the Sheriff's Office uh-huh. called me. He said, Sheriff would like to have lunch with you. No. Really? Absolutely. I'm not lying. I put a hand on the Bible. Really? Yep. Or you mean Torah in your, in your, in your circumstances? My, yeah. The uh, Jewish Bible. Yes. <laughs> and I have some... <laughs> I have the numbers also. I'll give it to you. So you got, you'll have this pager number and all that. You're kidding me. Yep. All right, you heard it first here on News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station. Your Uncle Scott's going to lunch with Sheriff Joe. Woo! <laughs> what do you think about that, Darren? All right, I'm going to lunch. I'm excited about this. All right, so when I have lunch with Sheriff Joe, I will be more than happy to come back and report this to my friends here on KFYI and our listeners. And also, don't forget to email me at scottconnorshow.com, scottconnorshow.com. Let's get this uh, this injured soldier and his wife a decent job. Let's do that. God bless our listeners, and God bless America. Good night. Write to me and escape.